Hello, everyone. My name is Cheryl L., and I am a grateful recovering compulsive overeater. I am also a 100-pounder and a multiple relapse survivor. Um, I'm going to start out by giving you a little bit more of my background, just a bit of housekeeping and things. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty old. I'm almost 70 years old. So uh, OA and I go back a long ways, but um, my involvement in OA was sort of in and out. Uh, it took me a while to get uh, to the point where I was practicing the program uh, consistently. Uh, but I came in back in 1973. Um, my compulsive eating started when I was about eight years old. That's the first time I can remember doing something that today I would consider having eaten compulsively. Um, I was at a party uh, for my mother, a birthday party, and uh, I was the only child there. And all the adults were in the other room having fun, and I felt very uh, ignored and overlooked. And I parked myself at the kitchen table where all the food was and proceeded to methodically eat my way through some of the hors d'oeuvres and, and stuff. And um, that was how I soothed my loneliness and my aloneness. Um, I didn't come to OA until I was like I said, about 1973, and uh, that was because I was 12-step by my first husband's boss. Um, both my first husband and I were compulsive eaters, and, um, you know, he, uh, he, my husband's boss, uh, I guess, had some compassion for us, or at least for my husband. He didn't know me that well. But uh, he 12-stepped us, and we went to a meeting in Brooklyn, New York. And uh, that's how I first got started with OA and with the 12 steps. And I am forever grateful to that man because uh, it turned out that I needed the 12 steps in various forms throughout the rest of my life and uh, just didn't realize it at that time and things. But... Um, like I said, my involvement in OA, I was in and out of the rooms. Um, the first time I came in with my first husband, I lost about 70 pounds, uh, had a thin body and a fat head, thought I was cured, and I left and um, didn't come back. Every time I relapsed, um, come to think of it, it took me years to come back. It wasn't like uh, I... Uh, flipped and came back in like a week or two weeks or something. It took years for me to get back to these rooms and stuff. And I am very grateful that there was always somebody here when um, I needed to come back, when I thought I was ready. Um, my readiness took came in stages and stuff, you know, there was uh, only so much that I was prepared to process and, and things. But um, I thought I could beat my disease and um, I told myself, the disease told me, I told myself uh, that as long as I was healthy, 
there really wasn't anything wrong, you know. I could skate and um, be okay and everything. But um, after, like, I hit 40 and the warranty wore out on this body, it was more that, um, you know, I couldn't tell myself that I was getting by anymore. The disease is progressive and if the physical part, if nothing else, was progressing. And it, my eating was getting worse. It was more constant. The occasional binge was now uh, daily grazing and binging and everything. And um, it wasn't until um, I found myself in my dining room you know, stuffing my face with some sugary substance and not being able to breathe that I got back here in 2011 and knew that I needed to stay, okay? I had all sorts of physical ailments and I knew that my eating was out of control and OA was the only place that I had ever felt any degree of relief in um, my years of compulsive eating and things. I have been on numerous diets. I tell people I know how to lose weight. I, I know how to diet and stuff. What I didn't understand was how to live without taking the first compulsive bite. Um, so anyhow, I have been abstinent one day at a time, uh, the way we define it, uh, since May 24th of 2012. And um, I'm maintaining my weight loss um, and my life has changed for the better significantly. Um, so that's like the background of uh, what I was like, how I got here and wh what I'm like now. Uh, but uh, I want to go into it a little bit more. Uh, especially since uh, this is the second leg of the food trifecta coming up on Thursday. And I wanted to talk a little bit more about uh, relationships and um, start out by uh, telling the joke that uh, if a person thinks that they're enlightened, they should try spending a week with their family. And... Also, uh, to read a quote from the 12 and 12 on page 25 that says, how we choose to look at and deal with our lives and the world lies at the core of the disease. And that's uh, for out of step four, the first page of step four. Uh, I grew up surrounded by people with poor relationship skills and many of them were also addicted to food or other substances. Um, the main emotion in our house growing up, especially after my dad left, was anger. And uh, that was the most frequent one. And um, that was the only one that was allowed. And you had to be an adult and you had to be earning money to get the right to that. <laughs> Uh, anger. Everybody else uh, stuffed with food or slept their days away. Uh, 
outside, going to school, being outside with uh, people who I looked at as friends wasn't much better. Uh, I was the only black kid in my classes at school. Um, it was the early 60s, the beginning of the civil rights era, and uh, people didn't know what to do with me. There were a lot of awkward situations, and it often resulted in me um, feeling less than. Uh, I didn't really grasp what uh, OA was trying to give me when I came here. Uh, I thought others were nice people, but I didn't think they would go the distance for me. I didn't have a lot of uh, experience with people being um, willing to support me. Um, there were a lot of times when I felt like I was very much alone in situations. Um, I was alone at school. Uh, I felt alone in my family and everything. Uh, I didn't have an understanding of healthy peer relationships. Um, I remember one time um, I stole some money from my mother uh, to buy food for me and a friend because uh, I didn't know how to be a friend unless I bought you food and stuff. I, I got severely punished for that one, but, um, you know, that that was my understanding. I didn't know how to extend myself, um, but I could buy you something and stuff. Uh, the, everything was a monetary transaction. Uh, my response uh, to pe people was retreat either into the food or physically when something went wrong. Um, you know, uh, we'd get yelled at um, or somebody would reject me in a love relationship or something and I'd go and stuff my face and um, I couldn't talk it out. I didn't have language. I remember uh, one time, the first time I did try therapy because I felt something was wrong but I didn't know what and I didn't even have the words to tell the therapist. I used to sit there silently. I didn't know how to explain what was going on. I had such a provision, pro prohibition about um, talking about family history and family secrets and everything else. I didn't know the one about secrets keeping you sick and everything, so I didn't say anything, so I didn't get any benefit from uh, the therapy, and I left feeling discouraged, and I ate more and everything. Um, going in and out of the rooms all this time and, and stuff. Uh, but coming to OA, um, even if I didn't stay in the rooms, there were some seeds that got planted. I noticed that when I was abstinent for a period of time that my depression lifted. I felt better. I had more energy. Um, I started doing all those things that I had put off and avoided doing. Um, I had the experience several times over of being well treated by all sorts of people. 
um, although I still do have some issues uh, around um, race relations and everything else. It's like I, I think that like just societal or whatever, but um, you know, I'm getting much better about that as my healing progresses. Um, working with a sponsor taught and teaches me to be honest and vulnerable in a one-to-one -one relationship. Um, I was in resistance to a few of my sponsors in the beginning um, because of the whole sponsor baby thing that was prevalent when I first came into OA. I didn't like being called a baby deep inside, and it probably didn't help that my relationship with my mother was so troubled and everything. And until I was ready to deal with that through the steps, uh, even well-meaning things people did and said would irk me uh, and even drive me from the rooms. Uh, it was often only in retrospect that I understood what someone was telling me. I'd uh, relapse and then I'd be sitting there. I always hung on to the literature. That was another thing. Uh, I didn't, I didn't toss out my books and stuff, so I always had literature, so I would ease my way back to the rooms and, um, you know, uh, I'd read something and that would all of a sudden click, even though I was outside of the rooms, and um, I, I would say, oh, that's what that meant and things, but, you know, I'm a slow learner, I admit. Um, as I continue to study the steps and the traditions, and I think it's important um, to study both, uh, come Just to meetings, thank, thank you, Imelda, and give service um, all while abstinent. My relationships in and outside of the room started to improve. I know I'm getting better because uh, I stopped myself from approval seeking, which was like a big, a biggie. I wanted to stay out of trouble, so I needed to be a good girl and um, get the pat on the head. Uh, I am able to say no even to things I might want, uh, which is like not just food, but you know when I've had too much fun or whatever and I'm on the verge of exhausting myself, I need to say no too. I understand enough. Abstinence has taught me, with the, along with the food plan, um, what enough is. I'm willing to be open and honest and to share it rather than wear it. And when I look at another, I'm looking for the lesson rather than looking to blame. And I'm beginning to truly understand the thing that we say in these rooms about letting us love you until you can love yourself. And that's pretty much all I have to say for tonight. And I want to thank you for allowing me to give service. And thank you to all those who give service and for being present at this meeting. Good night.